Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at wireless LAN threats. We'll be discussing wireless LAN security overview, denial of service attacks, rogue access points, and man-in-the-middle attacks. This episode is part of my series on switching, routing, and wireless essentials. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. As you design your wireless LAN, you need to think about the threats that are happening. And these threats to your wireless LAN is basically anybody within range of your wireless access point. If they can connect to your wireless access point, they could be a threat. Now, there's several things that could happen. They could intercept data. This could be somebody doing a man-in-the-middle attack. They're not necessarily connecting to your network. Maybe they are. Most likely, they probably are. But what they're doing is getting information from... Uh, an end wireless user, they're getting that in and then sending it on to the actual access point. So they're intercepting that data. You can get different types of wireless intruders, somebody coming in, just walking into your company, trying to get onto your network. There can be a denial of service attack against your wireless system, where they just basically flood the frequency with all sorts of information and beacons that nobody can actually get work done. And then somebody could bring in their own access point and bypass all the security you have. That denial of service attack could be several different things. And it's a lot of times it's, it's an improperly configured device. There's a setting that's wrong, that's causing interference, something like that. Could be our malicious user, that threat actor who's coming in to say, okay, I'm going to try and get on your network. And I'm to, in order to do that, I'm going to overflow. I'm going to send out all sorts of information to slow down your system so much that hopefully you'll be worrying about that and not paying attention to me. And then the other thing for wireless systems is accidental interference. And this can be a quite an interesting thing if you're having some problems in your network. In the diagram here, you can see that cordless phones, a traditional cordless phone, not a cellular phone, but a, a phone that connects into a landline that could interfere. And so can microwaves. They both operate in that 2.4 gigahertz or five gigahertz. They operate in those ranges. And so if you've got a phone that's operating in that 2.4 gigahertz, it sends out its signal across that entire 2.4 gigahertz, even though there's channels set, set up and, and wireless LANs use different channels, that phone is going to flood that entire 2.4 gigahertz frequency, causing interference. And so a lot of companies have policies against wireless phones or a, a policy against having phones in the 2.4 or 5 gigahertz. You got to have like a 900 megahertz cordless phone to work. Microwaves, they heat up phone food in the 2.4 gigahertz range. Um, and so they, they, they send out these microwave signals at 2.4 gigahertz, they vibrate the water molecules, heat up your food in there. But if you have an older microwave or a microwave where the uh, microwave shielding has come off somewhere and it's leaking out those radio signals, that will cause a lot of interference. And it drives um, somebody running a wireless network crazy because all of a sudden wireless will go down for 30 seconds or a minute while somebody's reheating their coffee and then the interference will go away and when you're out there troubleshooting it it's working fine and there's no interference 
And so when somebody starts up that microwave again, the wireless network goes down. And a lot of times after a while, some people in looking at the forums and finally some people will just go, let's just replace the microwave. Well, why do we have to do that? Well, it's for the wireless network. And then you have to go through and explain why that's causing interference. And it's the accidental interference. Even out in the machine shop where, where you have all of these motors causing interference sending out, uh, if any of the shielding on those gets uh, damaged or something like that, they could cause all sorts of interference out there. Now to minimize risk, what we do is harden our devices, make sure our security is there so nobody can get in there. Make sure you use secure passwords and not the default passwords. We still see default passwords. Create backups of your system. So that way, if something does go wrong, you can quickly recover. And then the other thing is make your changes during off hours. A lot of times when you make a change, Sometimes it just doesn't go as planned and something happens. And so that's where having this backup and, and doing it during off hours is going to minimize the impact to the end user. Rogue access points are another issue that we have. What a rogue access point is not an access point that's authorized to be on your network. Some corporate security policies don't allow people to bring their own devices and connect into the wireless network. Well, what, what some people might do to get around that is they know they have an extra ethernet port by their computer. They'll bring in their own access point, plug that into that open port on the wall. They get network connectivity. Then that $50 home router they have, you can connect all your wireless devices up to that, but it bypasses any security you have set up for wireless systems. It doesn't require passwords to connect in. There is, there's no network access control. It's all been bypassed with that. This rogue access point is giving people access to your network without having to prove who they are, make sure their devices are clean, that they're set up. And so having this rogue access point is definitely a cause. Now, some tools, um, Cisco's wireless LAN controllers, they have the ability to identify rogue access points and even neutralize them. Yes, there is an added fee for this, but it does a great, great job of finding this access point and identifying, hey, there's a rogue access point on my network. And then it can even go and make that rogue access point ineffective, not allowing users to connect to it. And it gets into resending out some bad broadcasts that imitate that rogue access point and tracking where that access point is connecting into your network. It's, it's a pretty sophisticated system, but they can block that. We also get the man in the middle attack. This happens quite a bit on uh, networks where people try to get your information. And this could be a coffee shop. Here we have Bob's Latte. It's a coffee shop where people like to go. And normally when one of your end users is connected into the internet, they connect to that access point. They connect into that access point, they get their data, they're able to do their work. Now, what happens is our threat actor comes into the scenario and they pose as a legitimate access point. Now they could take over the SSID of the access point in Bob's lattes. And so the SSID might be Bob's. And so you always connect into Bob's SSID to get into his network, the threat actor, they could also set up an access point or a computer as Bob's 
And what they do is they take all the data that goes into, that normally would go into the access point, they grab it, they look at it, and then they send it on to the actual access point. They establish a connection into that access point. And so they're seeing all the data that's going to your end user. Now, how do we mitigate that? The easy way to, to mitigate that is make sure your end users use a VPN. Depending upon your company and your security policies, you could highly suggest it. Or depending upon your technologies, you could require them to use a VPN to connect in. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on wireless LAN threats. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, and depending upon what platform you're using, please click that like button. Give me a five-star rating. Leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All of my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on switching, routing, and wireless essentials. In the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I linked just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on switching, routing, and wireless essentials for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.